Now, in a groundbreaking legal development, Colorado court has ruled that Donald Trump cannot run for president in the state's primary election due to his actions leading up to the January 6th insurrection or riot. Now, this decision raises critical questions about the implications for the 2024 general election, as well as the ongoing legal challenges that the former president faces. And Dr. Dale McKinley is joining us this afternoon to discuss what this means for Trump and the upcoming 2024 U.S. elections. Dr. McKinley, good afternoon. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Good afternoon and to your listeners. Thank you. Thank you for making the time to be with us. I have actually uh, taken, I'm taking time off from Dr. McKinley's holiday. So I'm very grateful <laughs> yes, yes. to him making time for us this afternoon. So what was your initial reaction to the Colorado courts ruling that barred Donald Trump from running in the state's primary election? My initial reaction was it's about time. Um, <laughs> I think there, yeah, I mean, there had been, I think, at least two other similar challenges in other states that had been turned down or had been refused. And so, uh, you know, when the Colorado courts ruled in that direction, I thought it's, they were making the right decision. I mean, the arguments for me, I think I'm not a lawyer, but I think the arguments are fairly clear, which is that any sitting president, uh, in this case, who basically tries to uh, be part of an insurrection or to overthrow the, 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 a democratically elected government um, and try to overturn the results of elections uh, is not fit to hold office um, mm-hmm. and is not fit to run. So I, I think it's a proper legal interpretation of the U.S. Constitution as well as the electoral laws. That's my interpretation of it. And well and, and long overdue. Mm-hmm. So the court cited Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that related to the insurrection as the basis for disqualifying Trump. Um, well, you've given us a bit of understanding, and yes, I can't ask you the legal implications with regards to that, because. but what impact will this have on future elections? Well, remember, this is a primary. So this is not this was not a ruling that said uh, Donald Trump cannot contest the presidential election. Mm-hmm. It said he can't contest the Republican primary. And I think as everyone uh, who's, who knows the electoral system, uh, the Republicans have their primaries, the Democratic, uh, Democratic nominations have their primaries, and then whoever wins each one then contests the presidential election. So we're still a long way off from having any real potential impact. And he's going to, he's immediately said he's going to appeal this to the Supreme Court, where of course he stacked uh, quite a number of very, very conservative judges uh, in his favor. So there's no, uh, there's no guarantee that this ruling would stand. It could be overturned, uh, in which case then of course you'd go back to the, uh, the status quo. But I think what it does is it gives other Republicans pause for thought. I, I think there are many, and these, this case was brought by Republicans in the state. Uh, Republican election workers and Republican politicians who do not support Trump. And I think what you're beginning to see um, with this and other developments is uh, quite a number of Republicans themselves saying there's no way we can elect this man again as president. We don't we don't want him as president and we're going to try to do whatever we can to prevent that. And I think that's the most significant development in terms of his political fortunes going forward. But that means, from what you've explained, that he can run in other states' primaries. Uh, do you think that Correct. this decision then, uh, it, so there's not much of an impact then on his candidacy for the 2024 elections? Yeah, look, I mean, in, in, immediately there's not going to be a huge impact, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a symbolic impact and it's a representational impact. So it's, a, it's basically 
uh, I think, you know, all of these accumulation of things, so the, the, the court cases that are being brought against him, one for obviously corruption and, and tax evasion in New York, another one in Georgia, he's facing another charges around trying to influence the election there and buy off people. He's So he's got all these legal problems, and he seems to be dodging some of those bullets, so to speak. But I think in the, the, the accumulation of all of these things is politically not good for him. And more and more people, I think, are, are looking at the situation saying, do we want this person to be elected again? And I think that's the most significant development, because anyone who's looking at the presidential campaign and saying, well, Trump has a good opportunity to beat Biden if they they meet in the elections, Mm. that's going to depend a lot on the Republican voters themselves. And if there's a split in the Republican Party against Trump, well, then that uh, doesn't bode well for him at all, which is good news for everyone else. So the court did emphasize that Trump's messages uh, were a call for it to his supporters to fight, leading to that capital riot. How does this ruling then align with um, a free speech considerations and also the broader question of political accountability? Well, I, 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 I don't think that anything, you know, free speech, it is a trick, is a slippery slope. But I mean, when you, I mean, in, in our country, for example, you know, we have uh, free, we have guaranteed uh, freedom of expression, but we have hate speech laws. And so mm-hmm. when you cross a particular line or when you, uh, you know, the, the, the standard uh, test is if you're in a crowded um, room and you, you shout fire, um, and and uh, you're going to be that's not free speech. Basically, you're inciting fear. You're inciting uh, potential chaos, uh, uh, injury to other people, whatever. And that crosses a particular line. So I don't think this is a free speech issue. I think he crossed the line very clearly. Um, but going forward in terms of, of uh, the, the political uh, situation, it's it's much bigger than um, uh, you know this one particular court case. It's really what we're looking at in the United States is once again, like we did a few years ago. A situation where, and I mean, it's almost unimaginable, but where a fairly sizable section of, of the population of the United States will have no problem with the candidate who quotes Adolf Hitler and quotes him approvingly. And that's mm-hmm. the fundamental problem in the political situation is not whether he loses or gains a legal victory. It's whether it's the politics of, of it's gone so far to the right and so far in terms of hatred and division and, and other things that that is where we need to pull back from the brink because I believe if Trump gets elected again it's not just the United States but the entire world is in big, big trouble. Mm. Do you think that the ruling will influence other states facing similar lawsuits to seek barring Trump from running? Yes, certainly. I mean, you know, in in case law, uh, there's always precedence. So, you know, judges pay attention to other rulings and they cite those rulings and precedents. So, yes, I think it would have an impact, but it depends on the state. Um, The interesting part is this is Colorado. Colorado is a sort of toss-up state in some ways. I mean, it's gone Democratic and also Republican. So if it was in a deep sort of Republican state, it's unlikely that it would succeed. But if in other states, it could. Uh, You could well have a situation. And in that case, if there are a number of legal victories preventing uh, Trump from running and it's not overturned by the Supreme Court, well, then he could be in in electoral trouble because in order to gain the nomination, he needs to uh, win particularly the larger states. So let's say, for example, California, uh, which is the largest in terms of the number of, of, of votes that are up for grabs. If he were to be prevented from contesting California, then that would be fundamentally significant. So, yeah, it does remain to be seen. 
All right. So with the elections coming up, I think this is going to um, add a, a throw a pigeon amongst the a cat amongst the pigeon, as they say. And we'll see how this all pans out uh, going forward. But um, do you think that there's the ruling might uh, impact public perception of the democratic process and the role of the courts in shaping um, the electoral outcomes? I think for a, a significant section of the population, it will. I, I think there is a loyal base of Trump that really doesn't care. They don't care about the law. They don't care about the courts. They don't care about anything else except themselves and and uh, generally their skin color and and their nationality. And and I mean they are. Yeah, I think they are. They have abandoned the democratic process in in many many respects. I think the majority of Americans, yes, I think this will definitely have a, a positive impact, and they'll see. You know, it's it's similar to if we want to make a, an, an analogy in terms of our own country, when things happen, bad things have happened, and politicians have done very bad things, and the courts have stepped in, particularly our constitutional court, and have upheld those constitutional values. Most South Africans applaud that and agree that I think that's a similar kind of situation in the U.S. All right. Well, thank you for your time and much appreciated. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday and uh, stay safe. I will. Safe. Thank you. Okay. Thanks so much. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Dr. Dale McKinley talking to us about the Colorado Supreme Court having kicked Trump off the ballot. Doesn't mean that he is unable to participate in the elections. It just means that that one particular um city has, or I should say state has uh, taken him off. If others follow, then obviously, as you've heard, there will be implications for him. So we'll have to wait and see what happens from here. And um, But let's hope, um, you know, I think everybody right now uh, looking at the situation in the world is wondering where we stand. And this is, as you've heard, should he come back into power um, as President of the United States makes him basically the top man in the world. And um, that does doesn't have or doesn't bode very well for anyone or any country in the world as well, particularly as we know of his biases. So unfortunately, that is where we are with this situation right now.